welcome to the Private Yogi Podcast, where every week we talk about yoga, philosophy, and well-being. Welcome to the community, yogis. Welcome back, yogis. This week we're going to be talking about the Niyamas in the Private Yogi Podcast for Sadhaya self-study. Every Sunday, we talk about a different yoga philosophy, and in this season of the Private Yogi Podcast, we are talking about Pantanjali's Eight Limbs of Yoga. The Niyamas are the second step in the Eight Limbs of Yoga by Pantanjali Yogis, and they follow nicely on from the Yamas, our actions in the world. And as we chatted about before in the last episode, there is a slight difference between the two. One is actions and the other is how we observe ourselves, others and the world. And this is where the Niyamas come in. Each one of the eight limbs has equal value to the other. So each one supports the one before and the one after. And that's how you really weave together all of this knowledge to support you to lead a meaningful yogi life. The self-observances of the Niyamas help to keep the wild ego in check. What many don't realize is that if you're not watching and observing yourself and the ego, then it's likely completely running the show. The ego is the untamed part of you. The childlike part of you, the spontaneous part of you, the part of you that needs attention, that hangs on to materialistic things. All of those illusions, mayors, make up the ego. And if you believe you've only got one life here and that's it, then you are definitely letting your ego run the show. In fact, it's behind the wheel of your car driving at 100 miles an hour, completely out of control. The idea is to Find a way to let your soul be your guide. Um, And you can only do this when you take control of that crazy driving ego. Um, And you can only do this by tapping into the bigger picture of who you are are and why you're here. In yoga, we believe we have many lives. And this isn't new knowledge. We talk about this online in the magazine all the time. But yogis believe our soul has karma. And that karma keeps us on the path of what our Dharma journey is. And as we said before, the private yogi's Dharma is to share the wisdom and practice of yoga. That means that we will always be pushing out yoga philosophy to help our yogis in the community. Because that's what our mission is here. And yours might be slightly different, but you can only hear that Dharma once the ego is out of the way. And the ego is just a personality in this lifetime that you need in this body. It's really rather insequential in the whole grand scheme of things because when you leave this place, there is no ego, it's all gone. It's just a tool for you to use to navigate the world. It isn't supposed to be in control. So yogis practice the Niyamas to keep the ego quiet, to keep the ego 
in control so that we can hear what the soul wants us to do. We need to hear the soul speak the Dharma. And you can only do that once you keep that ego quiet and in check. So like the Yamas, the Niyamas are broken down into five areas as well. Starting with Satcha, which means cleanliness of your inner and outer world. By having an awareness of this, yogis constantly cultivate and keep their minds filled with positive thoughts and actions. Anything negative just derails you from the path. So by practicing Satcha, we really are cultivating a little garden of positivity. And anytime that we feel off balance and bring us, need to bring ourselves back into balance, we do this through journaling or practicing on the mat, using affirmations and mantras that help us to keep that garden looking pretty all year round. The next Niyama Yogis is Santosha, contentment. Such a funny word, but in our world, contentment isn't something we naturally sit with because we have this desire and this drive. But yogis often feel no lacking as they try to maintain a grateful mindset, feeling content with what they have and what they are here to do. When the mission is clear, you don't worry about having the best things. Instead, you focus on improving your inner world, doing the work so that you can complete the mission. You just get laser focused when you just release all the mayors, all the binds, all the materialism, all the stuff that tells you you're not supposed to be content with just being. Yogis, we have to go back to that, reprogram ourselves to say, it is perfectly acceptable to just be content in this moment and to not want for anything other than what we have because we know what we're here to do. The next one, yogis, is tapas, fiery cleansing. Like the agni in the body, the heat, the fire, our energy of mother nature, we all have a way of cleansing ourselves. Every painful experience is an opportunity to let go, recenter and restart. So how yogis practice tapas is to not seek stability, but instead to seek change, new experiences, and to evolve and blossom. If they find themselves stable and stuck, it, it really just stops the flow. So we use tapas, fiery cleansing, as a way of transformation from each cycle into the next. Svadhaya, the fourth niyama. Now this is one of the reasons why we have the podcast. Sadhaya is self-study. And yogis, we are forever learning. This never stops. We are humble students of the universe here on earth. To practice Svadhaya is to study the inner workings of yourself, because by doing that, you inspire others and offer the knowledge that you've learned as wisdom so that they can take that and do what they need to do with it. So Svadhaya is self-study, practice of yoga, understanding of the philosophies, taking the yamas and the niyamas off the yoga mat and into your life. Svadhaya is probably the most important niyama and yama that you can take away because if you constantly self-study you're constantly being aware the last one in the niyamas is isvara prandihana devotion 
This is a niyama that is getting overlooked a lot in the yoga world at the minute. It is seen as a well-being practice rather than a, rather than a devotional one. Whether you believe in energy or the universe, it all leads back to the divine. There is fundamentally something bigger than all of us and we all know it. By practicing yoga, you are connecting to the untapped energy. So you must recognize the significance of how important your life is going to become now that you are practicing and tapping into this. As you go further in your yoga practice, it will move away from ego, it will move away from self, and in the end, it will become purely devotional, purely you will practice to align so that you can connect to the divine because yogis were only going one way and it's up. And that's why we constantly are practicing devotion because each time we take a step further down the eight limbs of yoga, you are getting closer and closer to reconnecting and and meeting your maker. So it's really powerful yogis, really, really powerful. So devote both the yamas and the niyamas into your life. Really, don't be scared. Let the divine presence come through into your practice. Let it awaken you, realign you, and ultimately let it lead you back to yourself so that you can do the work to release yourself from the binds that hold you here so that you can be free to evolve and transcend towards bliss, samadhi, and the house of God. Join us next week, yogis, where we'll talk about asana, the third limb in Pantanjali's Eight Limbs of Yoga. Thank you, dear listener. See you next time on the Private Yogi Podcast.